Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Blue Collar Off-Road Podcast, episode number 31. Today, I am joined by my lovely co-host, Cody Kish, and uh, fill in for the great Grambino, who is off at a wedding, I believe. Miguel, he's a member of the club, and if I understand correctly, Miguel, you're a pretty OG, right? You've known everyone in the club forever. Yep, I've been, I was there for when the club first started, uh, over at Scott's house, and been here since. Nice, hell yeah. That's fucking awesome. So, I also, uh, have to say, it's been fun wheeling with you, because, uh, you're a very, very, uh, good person to listen to the spotter. (laughs) I've learned that, uh, when you go wheeling and you have a spotter, that that is the guy that you listen to and that's the only guy you listen to and i've learned the hard way that if you start paying attention to other people that's when things go wrong oh yeah even though sometimes it's tough with everybody kind of watching everybody feels that they should get their say in uh i'm sure it's difficult every once in a while to have to try to listen to one person when everybody's screaming about something oh yeah yeah. you got 20 people all telling you the best thing to do but you only want to listen to one of them Exactly. <laughs> and it exactly. almost always works out that the one person you want to listen to is a fucking quietest. One hundred and twenty percent, which is why I try and yell whenever I'm spotting for people. And I've actually yeah. had a lot of people get really pissy with me, like, dude, why are you yelling at me? So you yeah. can fucking hear me. <laughs> I'm not yelling to be rude. But I feel like we're getting a little off track here already. Um so, why don't you tell us about your rig now, Miguel? So, um, I have a, I believe it's a 2000 Jeep Cherokee. Well, it used to be a 2000 Jeep Cherokee. And um, it's basically a buggy now on one tons, four length front and rear, um, hydro steering. It's going to be sitting on 43 stickies that I re- recently acquired. Nice. And, um yeah, I'm pretty much it. I mean, it has a 231 Dana 300 doubler. Um, that's for the most part. That's that's it, really. Oh, um, you know, just 43 stickies, one tons of doubler, and you know, four legs four lane. Lane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you I think know, doubler. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's just saying. So the reason you probably would have noticed is because they were having problems with the doubler the day that you saw it, I believe. Well, I've seen it a few times. I've only seen it once. I've only wheeled with it once. Where else did you wheel with it? No, Cody, you've been with me a couple times. Um, We went to... We went... I took it to... um, Battlegrounds. 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 To... Brookridge. Did you take it to Brookridge? Yeah, I took it once to Brookridge. I've only been to two properties. I think it was Brookridge huh. and, and Battlegrounds. Okay, well, maybe I've seen it twice then. <laughs> I, I, I could be mistaken. I might have only seen it the one time at Battlegrounds. Mm-hmm. But I could have sworn I've seen it a couple of times, but if you've only been to two properties, Miguel. Yep. I, I, every other I'm property. Wrong, is, yeah, every other property has been 508, and that's where the last time that it broke. That's when I shattered the input shaft on the on the Dana 300. 
which has uh, been oh down. Boy. That's a that's a fun one right there. Oh yeah, insert Dana three hundred memes. <laughs> yeah, I learned uh, I learned how to take apart and put together a doubler really quick. <laughs> it's not fun. You know, they, you know what I just heavy. oh, you know what I just found out about. Speaking of doublers, um, this past week. Our weekend, I went and picked up fenders for my girlfriend's Jeep, and I was talking with the guy, and he had, he called it a, I think it was like a rock box, something of the sort, or like crawler box. box. Or a crawl box, yeah. Yeah, and it goes, it's a tail housing for the automatic transmissions out of the, like, later year TJs, and it's a doubler that, like, fits in a stock, like, in a stock setup, which is fucking so cool to me. Like that, I mean, it's got to probably work pretty decent. Granted, not many people are running it, so there's a good chance it doesn't. But it's pretty cool. Yeah, I haven't ran into any of that yet. Oh, yeah. So what? Um, what other stuff you got? What other projects or fun things? So I got that one. My girlfriend runs the pink buggy mm-hmm. that we call Pepto. Um, <laughs> that's just a eight point eight, a built eight point eight in the rear. Um, with a super Dana 30 in the front, chromalis on 35 boggers. Um, just looks like a little, uh, crab running around. Um, but yeah, I have that. And then you guys also seen my dad. My dad has a, a grand, uh, regular Cherokee on tons on 43s as well. Oh, and, I am uh, all too familiar with that rig. I remember I was <laughs> spotting for everyone and it folded the, uh, the shackle backwards. Yep. Yep, that's the one. He put a he put a bolt in that. Fix that problem. Oh, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, that thing's a little tank. So you said you got forty three inch stickies for your own rig. What brand mm-hmm. are they? Are they SS uh, SXs? Jesus. Yes, they are. <laughs> Why? <laughs> why? Are they um, SXs. The reason why I went with SXs is I I came across them. Number one, number yep. two. Every time. That we talked about it in the group chat, Luke was like, SXs, SXs, SXs. And I was like, you know, Luke Luke knows what he's talking about. So, you know what? I ran across him. It was a good deal. And I was like, send it. Why not? There you go. Shit, can't complain about that. I mean, no, and no. the reason that I am like, SXs, SXs, SXs is because SXs fuck. <laughs> <laughs> True. That, I mean, that's it's... really explaining yourself, Luke. All right. Um,. <laughs> They are one step below a sticky bogger as far as being the most aggressive assault weapon you can put on a vehicle. They measure true to size, they're hard to puncture, and they can find traction generally pretty well. They're not quite as good as a crawler, but they're a shit ton tankier than a crawler. Yeah, and once Dad got the SXs that he has on his, which are 43s as well, they're just not stickies. I saw what those things did, and I was like, you know what, this is not a bad addition. <laughs> Sticky SXs are like eight hundred <laughs> bucks a tire worth of awesomeness. Eight hundred a tire? Oh yeah, yes. brand new. Holy Those things are fuck. fucking bank. Oh my god! I did not know they were that much for a tire. Yeah. Yep. Holy shit! So, so I'm gonna go out on a limb, Miguel, and say you did not buy brand new. Um, I did not buy brand new from a manufacturer. Or like a store, but they're brand new. They, I think they have two wheeling trips on them, and I oh, got, wow. yeah, um, I got them 
with B locks, aluminum B locks, and everything for I think it was twenty six hundred bucks. Oh fuck! You can't wow. complain about that. No, wow. no. Did That's they come with awesome. the red tags? Um, I don't think so. No. Oh, I mean, shit. For twenty five hundred bucks or twenty six hundred bucks, that ain't bad at all. Even That's if they aren't stickies, but you're sure they are? Yeah. No, they're stickies. Okay, they're stickies. Yeah, I don't. I don't see any red tag or anything on them. No, um, they send a um, like on the tire themselves. They like you've got one of them sitting in your buggy, if you will. It's uh, okay. It's got like a little red tag that just goes on the tread block. Um, uh, so I was just wondering because like a lot of people when they buy them, they take that very carefully off of the tire and slap that someplace on their rig. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Nope, they didn't come with a red tag, but you could tell they're stickies <laughs> for damn sure. <laughs> so, are you guys coming with us down to Roush in September? I am sure going there. My um, my tractor's almost done. Um, I got a. I bought a forty uh, forty foot plus fifty uh, plus twelve foot step deck that I'll be able to haul all the all the rigs on. Um, nice. Yep, and then um. Yeah, hopefully we'll be going there. Um, Johnny B just got a new truck that he's uh, going to be hauling his Jeep down with. Hell yeah. So that is the plan. That Damn, is the plan. this year's about to be rowdy. We I got a good that... crew. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> I know Johnny listens to this, so I got to say, he was one of the most fun people because I was like, or Miguel threw him in the buggy, and I hate to steal Miguel's thunder on this, but he's like, yeah, I don't care what happens. And Johnny was just like, um... So what do I do here? <laughs> and we got him to be pulling tire and trying every red obstacle on half clap 42? One. 41 IROX. Yep. In yep, the yep. snow at Battlegrounds? Yeah, Battlegrounds. Yep, Battlegrounds. Yep. I can't remember. Did I have the F-250 then? Because I think that was the trip yes. I towed Kish up. Yes. Yep, no that is the F two fifty you drove in. Okay. Yeah. That truck's gotten around. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so so Miguel, are you and your crew planning on coming down to my place in a couple of weeks? Yes, we're um so right now the only thing I'm waiting for is an aluminum if you want to call it an oil pan for the Dana three hundred, but since it's flipped it's on top. So it's an aluminum case because the stamp um plate War it's warped, so it doesn't want to seal, and I don't want to take this apart again until I do the, the. Uh, yeah, he's got a couple uh, weeks though. Yeah, so I awesome. I'm just waiting for that, and then I'm actually waiting for the hydro steer for Brianna that she ordered about 15 days ago. Mm. Um, and you're getting it this. You're getting it this soon. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try to get. I'm gonna try to bang it all out. No, what it was like? Where did you order it from? I ordered it from PSC. Wow, I'm impressed, dude. Parts are taking forever. Like, I got my check from Iron Rock because they literally could not, like, I got an email saying, oh, yeah, the shocks are going to be coming in. And then I called them again. I'm like, can you make sure that they're going to be here by July 15th? And they were like, nope, we can't do this. I'm like, all right, fuck you. Send me my money back. Like, so I'm, oh, wow. I'm genuinely impressed. And I ordered these almost a month ago. So they can't even plan for July. So I'm impressed that yeah. these guys actually got this shit sent in in time. On that yeah, note. Uh my fuel cell just shipped. Perfect, like, man. That took three weeks of waiting for, four weeks of waiting for, and 
I will say this. Barnes has been on top of their stuff. I ordered parts last week, and they showed up in three and a half days. Wow. See, that excites me because I still need to get my Himes and my track bar like, tube. So I better order that tonight because I need those because... <laughs> We can get into re that reasons why later on, so that way I don't steal Miguel's thunder, but shit. <laughs> yeah, I was actually on the phone with uh, PSC today because it, they told us 7 to 10 days, and um, yesterday was the 10th day, and we didn't get anything, so we called them, and they said that the double-ended RAM um, hadn't gotten there, and as soon as she switched over to take my payment, um, she was like, wait a minute, we just got all our double-ended RAM in yesterday, so um, we're shipping your stuff tomorrow nice that's awesome so, yeah. yeah i've yeah. everything has been shipping slow i got a uh -huh. notification because i bought another thousand rounds of 762 by 39 i got a of course really... you did of course you <laughs> fucking did dude <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> hey i've got a case that's half burned through so I had to replenish it, but I had one of them discount coupons, so I got this case for like two hundred eighty bucks for a thousand rounds. Oh, where'd Shipped you get that? I'll tell you off the podcast. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> I'm not gonna kill my fucking supplier, if you know what no, I mean. That's a good deal. That's a good deal. So, um, but yeah, no, that says that it's gonna be here in two weeks. Awesome. Wow. Um, yeah, so I suppose that we should, uh, hammer onwards a little bit because we're, uh, totally diverting in the typical blue collar manner. Um, <laughs> so let's see, I know that, I don't know if you want to go into your business at all, but I know that you run like a foster or what is it? Foster's home for imaginary friends. Well, we've got Miguel's yard for a bunch of Cherokees. Um, oh yeah let's see what do, what's going on with that because i know johnny said he was working on something himself and i i don't want to steal his thunder but what's he working on and i know that you just said you're putting hydro into the uh pepto so so johnny's going to be doing um hydro cyst okay yep he's going to be doing hydro cyst um, he didn't want to go full hydro because he's the case he went one tons, then it defeats the, uh, that whole purpose. Um, that's pretty much what he's doing. He's been I mean, more setting up tow rigs and stuff like that. Yeah, that's fair. So, what's in your fleet? I know that you said you've got that rig and then you've got Pepto. Are those just and then you've got your dad's rig? Is that it, or do you have more that's, stuff? No, that's as far as rigs go. That, those are the rigs that usually are with me, besides my tow rig, obviously. No, you have a gray one, too, though, don't you? Oh, yeah, that's my spare. That's the <laughs> one that has been taking a licking since uh, um, since my black one's been down. So but um, Spare Cherokees, not just spare parts. You have a full <laughs> spare Cherokee. Yeah, I have a... That was... That was uh, we were going to try to turn it into, like, a... Uh, hey, you know, you guys want to go wheeling? Oh, you don't have a Jeep? Hey, I got a spare type of thing, you know? So that way we can invite more people. They don't have to go in and spend tons of money in getting a rig. And we can kind of throw a line out there. And if they like it, they're hooked. And we get more people in the sport. That's pretty cool. I mean, that's 
that's really fucking cool. Yeah. You know? It really sounds like, Miguel, that you have enough to just start a rent-a-rig. <laughs> you know, we were talking about that. <laughs> you want to go wheeling, but not fuck up your shit. Give me 50 bucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, we were thinking about doing something like that, and basically, whatever you break, you replace. I'll, 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 I'll do the, the removal and the replacing and stuff like that, and you just pay for parts and send it, you know? <laughs> you know, That's I... I do have to say, I'm kicking myself for that red Jeep I had. It was a total death trap, but I should have just fucking slapped, uh, you know, some shackles in it and a new set of Leafs and some spacers and wheeled that this season because of how messed up my rig is right now. But at the yep. same time, I didn't realize what I was getting myself into and I wanted to make room. Uh, th that and plus with what you got going on right now in your life you would have had to deal with two Jeeps instead of one. That's yeah. true. Fair. Yeah. Um, I actually have some exciting news that I don't know if it's public knowledge to the uh, the podcast page, but I actually picked up some one tons this week. Yes. Uh, on Saturday, me, uh, I met up with a gentleman who owns a body shop, and he has the contract through the uh, the auctions that any of the Border Patrol trucks, so... 2008 and up go to him pretty much and he pays like a flat rate for him he sells all the interior parts and then he just has them sitting there so i ended up getting an absolute fucking steal on some uh 05 plus axles we got two sets and i talked with him and he said that anytime he gets them he'll just call me up same set price and i could just come and pull them so i might actually have extra sets at a pretty affordable cost here soon yeah that's pretty awesome that i'm also awesome. a little jealous because of the 05 plus i mean then again, one tons or one tons or one tons yeah. until you uh, start getting into the high horsepower realm. Yep. But that's it was just one of those. It, it was just one of those things that, like, the deal, no matter what they were for that price, it was worth it. Like, it, it was an absolute steal. Um, and not to mention, if I could keep it going, it'd be nice because then, like, I can offer them to, like, let's say Johnny wants to go one tons. I could be like, hey, I pulled them out. Give me a little extra on top if you want to pay gas for me to go out there or you pay gas to come and get, like, come and get them. Like, cool. Here's a cheap set of one tons. Granted, they are fucking heavy. They're yeah. Like, oh, yeah. One dude, tons like, are we, not light. We had a crane to lift them for most of it, but there was one that was kind of in a weird spot. And his the truck that we used has like a fancy crane, and if you go a certain too far distance, it gets all angry and shit. So we had to drag one of them out from under the truck. Dude, I almost fucking my nut almost came out my ass. Like these fuckers are heavy. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> my front axle uh, on its own weighs six hundred and fifty pounds, seven hundred yeah. pounds. I oh, believe yeah. that. I actually oh, yeah. do have a question for you, one ton guys. Um, I was looking at knuckles going into like the high steer, I believe they're considered, yep. where it bumps them up. Is it worth it to do the well done kit for the hundred and ninety dollars, or is it worth it to just spend the four like four forty to get the whole knuckle? Because no. I would just do the well done kit. Just do the well done kit because I have never. Uh, hang on, I'm gonna stop right there. I know one person who has blown one ball joint Dana 60 knuckle. Everyone blows up the kingpin knuckles. The ball uh -oh. joint knuckles are a lot tougher, so you can pay 190 and have um, 
both sides taken care of, or you can pay four hundred a knuckle. No, it's four hundred for the pair. Wait, is it four hundred a knuckle? Because it's that would make sense. Four hundred a knuckle. Fuck yeah! No, I'm doing the one night. I thought it was four hundred for the pair. I'm like, that ain't bad for like a no, new set of knuckles, it you know? Bad. No, um, yeah, I think the reeds are like 400 a pop. Yes, they are 400 a pop. (laughs) And like the solids are, correct me if I'm wrong, Miguel, they're like 300 and change a pop. Which ones? The solid knuckles. Yes, they're about, if I I remember correctly, I want to say like $383. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck these things are going to be expensive. Luckily, luckily the only the axles themselves only have a hundred thousand miles, so they're actually also, like the brakes. Another guys. thing that you should check is see if you've got an extra set of, oh excuse me, plugs coming out of the rear axle. Extra set of plugs? What do you mean? Oh, for the LSD? Locker. No, they come with lockers in those years. Yep. Like they'll have an electric locker from the factory on they're... the work trucks. Does it come out the front side of the pumpkin? I haven't been under my truck in a little while, so I can't tell you, but I want to say it comes out next to the speed sensor. Yeah, if it's if oh. it comes in front of the, the pumpkin, that's usually the speed sensor for the for the speedometer and stuff like that for the ECU. Um it would be it would be a little bit higher into the side of okay. the of the pumpkin and that would be an e locker. I'm not too sure because I I just we literally came into it with torches and snips and we just we were ripping them out as fast as we could. So I didn't really look that much and I didn't even know that they came with electric yeah. lockers. That's actually pretty fucking cool. I didn't even know that. Um, the but, question is, are they any good? The electronic lockers that come in them, I would not certify it for repetitive beatdowns with. 40 inch stickies for a long period of time but a lot of people have been running them on mixed rigs and having relatively okay success plus i mean if it's already there it's already there run it until it explodes yeah true because i think a lot of those have the weird thing where like their ball actuated so when you go into reverse i think they unlock correct isn't there some weird thing with that I know that with the locker that is in my truck, I have not experienced that because there have been a couple of instances where like I've had the trailer or when I had the four wheel drive problem in the snow, I never had it have an issue going into reverse. It stayed locked. That's pretty fucking cool. I mean, I'm I'm excited and I've already been pricing shit out and it's not too horrendous like in reality i'm just every time i price it out i'm like that's not bad then i forget that i need to buy fucking 40s and that's where it like doubles in price (laughs) yeah when you say open pocket (laughs) the biggest thing is as far as the cost of parts goes you're looking at i'm gonna say one and a quarter to one and a half for building up a dana 60 or building a rear axle but you also especially with the 05 pluses you don't need to replace the axle shafts you just need to put in u joints you don't need to replace the rear axle shafts you just need to put a gear set and either weld it or put your favorite locker in it oh it's getting welded if it if it doesn't have the electric locker, it's just getting fucking welded. I'm not okay. concerned about it. <laughs> and like but, uh, in your case, I would also weld the front if you're trying to save money. 
I'm not necessarily trying to save money. Um, I just I know that my main priority for big money stuff right now is the cage. So it's cool because like the cage is gonna be like a, a smack of whatever it's gonna be to twenty five hundred to forty five hundred, depends if I have somebody do it or do it myself. But the the tons, it's like, oh, here's five hundred here, five hundred here, five hundred here. So it's like it's one of those things that I just need to set on one thing, bang it out, move on to the next, pretty much is kind of what I need to kind of set myself to. Yeah, and the cool part about that is it's like once you get past the gearing, the locking, and whatnot, you can kind of work around it for the rest of it. Like, if you don't want to put bling-bling yeah. shafts in it, you don't have to worry about putting bling-bling shafts in it. I've been running stock shafts and throwing locking hubs and U-joints and the occasional axle shaft, but I got another set of shafts for cheap money. So... yeah. You can just work around it. What's the what's like the average set of shafts cost for one of these? I don't even know. I've never. Um, so the cool part about that is, I think that those you can get the shafts for like four hundred complete as a pair, uh, brand oh, new. Shit. So yeah, at that price, it's almost worth just stealing a stealing a set. If I could get another axle for the price I paid. I could sell the housing and just rob the shafts out of them and keep best spares for me. Fuck. Yeah, but I mean, still, for brand new axle shafts with the U-joints already installed, you can't complain about that. Yeah, sure. No, really, you're right. Well, yeah, I I'm excited for this adventure. You know, just getting parts, stacking them up, and trying to make cool shit happen. Uh, I'm This week, I'm tearing, starting to tear down on the front end, getting it ready for Badlands, which I'm hoping Miguel goes to, Mr. Missed it the past few years. Are you going to be there? At Badlands? Yes. In Vermont? Yes. Yes, I'm, I'm really trying to shoot for that. I don't awesome. know if everybody else will be. Um, okay. but I, I, I honestly, the only thing I have left to do is I need to change my master for my brakes, and I need to get that plate. Already the, the doubler is all done. Um, I just got to throw in the yoke seals and the new aluminum plate and put it back in. Hell yeah, man. I'm, I'm excited for it. I got another buddy who, uh, he has a, he's actually going to be on the podcast one of these coming weeks. Um, yep. he's coming up, so it'll be a good time. This year's going to be pretty wild. I know we're going to have a pretty big crew of us though. Like if we roll out all the same like grouping, which I'm guessing we're going to probably split it up a little bit. But yep. um, it's going to be a sick time for sure. And the cool oh, part about it, awesome. even if you wanted to just do a day trip, I think it's only two hours from you. Granted, it feels like a long ride because a lot of it is back roads, but it's a it's a good two hours, which isn't really horrible. From you? No, from you. It's only an hour and 13, an hour and 20 minutes from me. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I, I'm even having my Jeep up there this year. Woo! Awesome. <laughs> Let's go, dude. I'm, I felt I'm like not gonna drive my Jeep, so there's no chance of blowing that. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Um, yeah, I, I'm excited for it, man. I think me, Richie, are gonna have to split off from the crew because I know that the crew's now. We've like the only problem with Badlands is every time we go, we do the same trail, and somebody either catastrophically breaks or it takes us three hours because we have a six man crew with us, you know. So I, I'm guessing the big boys are going to want to switch off this year well, and do something else. And One of the things that I really want to do this year up at Badlands is explore that shit show of a trail that me, Colin, and Graham went down yeah. last year. 
It was such an utter shit show, but Graham was literally the first set of tires ever on those rocks. So you want to send us into the shit show is what you're saying. I, I don't think <laughs> I don't think it'll be a shit show this year. Well, you know, I'm, I'm assuming it's gotten some traffic. So all the moss has been removed. Well, with uh, Wheeling for Warriors and the Rockaholics crew going the two weeks before, I'm hoping, same thing as you, where they get some traffic onto it and it changes yeah. it up a little bit. But I would love, love, love this year to run Fu Manchu into uh, the other black there. We ran it backwards this past year, but this year... Cop, yeah, so uh, Fu Manchu into Copperhead or Copperhead into Fu Manchu. I'd love to run that. I mean, granted, I know I'll probably explode a lot of shit, but I'm game. I'm down mm. for it. Hey, that's hey. the whole point, right? You you fix it, you break it, and you do it again. The Hell only yeah, part man. that I have to add, I'm a little upset that I'm not going to be able to be there this year. No. Even if you just, like, can you just come up and camp? Can you, oh, no, because no. you're going to be moving right at that exact time, right? Yeah, I'm going like, to be moving, like, that'll probably be two weeks after I move, and I had put in for, uh, part of the condition for me moving was the time off for Roush. Oh, uh, okay. So, That's, I can't yeah. go and be like, yeah, I need a week here, and then I need a week here. So... No, we'll <laughs> just, we'll just talk to Colin, and the money he was gonna use to fly his friend out, we'll just, we'll just all pitch in and fly you out for the weekend. <laughs> there you go. Fly back. Good idea. Uh, we'll have to see how that fits with the schedule. I might actually be down to do that. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm down if we can try to make it because I at least come up and hang out. You know, you can. There's gonna be open seats. Like I, I totally understand that, but also like I'm also looking at the fact that you know I'm gonna be in the middle of having moved, and then um, I've got the Trailblazer situation. Uh, the girlfriend's car is like uh, absolutely exploded. Um, so I've got to deal with that after we move and like, I know money's going to be getting tight, so I'm not sure yeah. as to what I can do there. Um, but I'm going to try and show up for that, but I will definitely be at Roush. Man, dude, I'm, I'm stoked. I, I talked to Ryan about going and Ryan's like, well, I'm actually going to be in a wedding like that weekend. And I'm like, you fucker. Like you couldn't tell him to move it. And he's like, dude, it's not my wedding. He's like, I can't control that. <laughs> well, I'm going to go beat him into submission. on going to Roush. Even if he camps at the, uh, uh, not camps, um, goes to like Pine Creek or one of the local hotels to keep the girlfriend happy. Or I'm sorry, the <laughs> wife, I shouldn't say the girlfriend because yeah. I'm about to go and see him and he'll slap the piss out of me for that. <laughs> um, I'm excited because uh, Badlands might actually be my last trip this year before oh. I start doing one-ton stuff. Interesting. Okay, so are you trying to get the one-tons done before Roush? No, I'm not going to Roush. Okay, okay, I didn't know. I just I figured I'd, I'd ask. Um, but, you should uh, uh, it, just hop in the Subi and come down to Roush. I'm, I'm not going to Roush. Which, which <laughs> I'm going to continue to beat you over the head until you do it. I mean, I'm, I'm really tempted to. Um, I mean, I do have a rent-a-jeep. I do love rentals. <laughs> well, I have uh, to get revenge on Crawler Ridge. You know, that cost me a lot of fucking pride and a lot of fucking money. <laughs> 
really a lot of fucking headache yeah that was the uh obstacle that i epically grenaded my shit on uh oh okay yeah i gracefully what property was that at huh what property was that at roush creek oh okay i gracefully tried to sky drive it and failed gracefully oh. tried to sky drive it yeah do those does that work as a sentence or is that like an oxymoron or whatever those terms um, are um <laughs> it, it's luke so it works it, it just, just fucking go with it it was a very very gentle accident um everything was just kind of like heating up and i was getting some traction i started climbing and then uh, i lost traction in the front end and it just slid over well in the air and under <laughs> power <laughs> um, uh, we had to winch it onto its side possible. so quick thing before we go back into uh talking with miguel i apologize i kind of derailed us there as we talked about other stuff uh do we want to do a little update on harris mountain now that we actually have some confident information just to kind of fill people in who don't know uh i don't even know what's going on i'm out of the loop on that so oh yeah you don't you're you're banned from the facebook so yeah don't call people pine cones for some reason <laughs> it triggers the facebook algorithm if you fucking call someone a pine fucking cones. pine cone pine cones ruin everything oh uh, shit so pretty much what happened is is recently a lot of people have been on his facebook page and have been kind of giving him a lot of shit because they still have not received their like lifetime membership sticker their yearly membership sticker whatever it may be and uh, a lot of people have been talking about the quote-unquote rumor of it being shut down and somebody actually informed the group that they had spoke with the building inspector for the town and that there's still an active order um and that people can get ticketed if they are on the pro on the property which is kind of crazy because i guess so there's a cease and assist on the property saying that the town does not want them uh continuing doing the off-roading there and the town knows exactly what's going on which is pretty crazy and they did that confirm is. that the the town inspector did say like if you are on property you can get ticketed because it's a it's an illegal act and if it continues to happen that the property could get seized which is fucking nuts and and the fact that the town does have eyes on the harris mountain facebook page yeah, which is that, like, it just sucks because the property is fucking amazing, but, like, people are taking it the wrong way when, like, people who are actually educated are responding back saying, hey, this is closed down, like, you should not be going to there. They're taking it as, oh, you're talking shit against Rich. Why are you doing this? Like, he does great things for us, blah, 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 blah. And then it's just, like, people are like, no, like, he made a mistake. He's continuing to make the mistake, and it's ruining it for other people in that town. I'm just going to shut up. <laughs> the the big thing is the fact that he's selling memberships that's one of the driving forces from my understanding because the main line of the cease and desist order if i recall correctly was uh operation of an illegal business kind of hard to say that you're don't that it's all donations when you're selling lifetime memberships Yes. Like, yeah, that's when you cross that fine line of I've 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 recently learned that when you can have donations and you can have this and you can have that, but when you go out and you start selling publicly 
things for your property. You have turned it into a business, which now you need permits, you need zoning, you need this, you need that. And that is when things get very hairy. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Uh, it sucks, man, because I loved that fucking property. It was sick, but it is what it is. I'd rather not. I, I'm not taking the chance of getting a ticket. And, I, like, technically, I think if you are be- if you belong to the NEA and you get caught there, that's considered wheeling an illegal property, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck. So I mean, you could lose your ability to be in an NEA club by just wheeling one place just because you spent two hundred dollars on a membership. I'd eat crow and just be like, "Fuck it, I'm never going back there." You know, like I, that. I, I've only wheeled at uh, Harris one time, and it was my first fucking year with the club. And I've wanted to go back so badly ever since. But as soon as like it was right after that first time is when everything happened. Yeah, my oh, biggest wow. problem that I have at the moment is it's like I had bought a what was it? I got offered after I wheeled there, hey man, I'll take the twenty bucks from this wheeling trip and I'll put it towards your season pass. So I'm like, you know what, screw it. I I'll probably be back here, you know, a couple more times. So I gave him the rest of the money. And then all that drama started like two weeks after I paid for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which oh, that fucking sucks because he could. I'm not gonna go crazy into it, but it just sucks, man. Like for how simple it could have been for him to just make it like legit, it, it just one of those things that just Boy, really sucks. Especially with so many clubs in the NEA offering assistance. True. Well, I feel like we've beaten that horse uh, well enough, um, <laughs> and that's kind of a gray area. So, uh, moving on from there, um, Kish, what's going on with your one tons? Because I saw that you were uh, starting on that. Well, I brought him. I brought the front axle down to uh, the shop. What was it last week or whatever? With the intentions on starting to uh, strip the axle. I was hoping to have the axle stripped before you even got back from fucking your uh, little trip there. But then I got sucked into a rabbit hole work. Yeah, you done did screwed that, pooch. Yup. And you left the fucking thing hanging on the engine stand in front of fucking Tina's Jeep. Like, what in the goddamn Sam Hill (laughs) fuck? Well then... Yeah, well, I was planning on going down the next day and putting it up on jack sand and, like, stripping all the fucking brackets off it, and instead I went to work. <laughs> How'd that end up? Well, apparently uh, my dad decided, because my dad works for, um, my dad has his own business doing machine repair, Yeah, and he had told me that we were going to go to New York and spend the day in New York, and... I thought he had said the following weekend, not that weekend. And so when I got home from dropping off the axle at the shop, he was like, well, you ready to go to New York tomorrow? I'm like, fuck. (laughs) We ended up spending like 10 hours or some shit like that working. And then uh, the next day, it's just, okay, Richie, you need to do this, 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 and this in the yard now. What the fuck? Well, all I'm going to say is you're going to have to uh, put the pedal to the metal on that because uh, you got another I month. I know, I know. I'm hoping to get down uh, 
Memorial Weekend. I uh, took the... Starting tomorrow, I will be off for a week, and part of what I am doing is getting some stuff for my grandparents done, but the other part of what's going on is I am going to be actively working as hard as I can to, I don't think you heard this, Miguel, but uh, get my Jeep ready to go to Graham. No, I did not hear about this. Yeah, so to everyone that listens to the podcast there is a week delay because we added everything so i'm just gonna quickly recap um graham and myself are trading some he's getting my stickies and he's getting my 220 welder because i am moving to tennessee so i am trading him for his he's got the same brand machine just he's got a 110 version of it so i'm going to be trading him for that yeah. And he is going to fill in all of the gaping holes in the back of my Jeep and possibly plumb in the fuel cell. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. And then uh, I'm going to be taking a road trip back up here to go and pick that up. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That's going to be awesome. This mm-hmm. week's going to be a hell week. Like, let <laughs> me tell you, I'm going to be... The days that I am not going down to South Carolina and coming back, working my ass off down at the shop. Wow. So. Well, um, like I said, I'm hoping to spend at least a full day down at the shop at some point over this three-day weekend. Yeah, I'm planning on doing similar. But I can come down I mean, Saturday I- and help out for a little bit and grab some shit out if you'd like. Yeah, that would be cool. And the other thing that we can do, Cody, is... If you and Jacob decide that you're going to do that thing with the 14 bolt, uh-huh. we could put that on the trailer with Graham 60 to go up to them. So that mm-hmm. way it all just goes up on the trailer and there it cuts out you having to make a trip over to Jacob or Jacob having to make a trip to you because it's all going to be going to one spot. Yeah, fair enough. Whatever whatever happens sooner, pretty much like if... uh. If I go out there to go get the 231, then I'll just bring the 14 bullet out there. Um, otherwise, like, I'll bring it down to you. So, Wait, do you still have that in the back of your truck? Yeah, where else am I supposed to put it? Jesus Christ, it feels like it's been almost a year. Yeah, but I like I didn't have plans to work on it, and I also had moved in that meantime. And like, I'm, I mean, it's I'm in a nice neighborhood now. I can't just have a 14 bolt. No, 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 no. A... I mean, I mean, just it feels like that axle's been back there for a year. Yeah, like it's been back there ever since Buckley got his Jeep. We picked it up the same weekend that I picked up his Jeep. So it's been a it's been a while for sure. Yeah, <laughs> and that's a long time to be driving around with a fucking 14 bolt in the back of the truck. I don't even feel it. It just sits <laughs> off to the side. It doesn't move. Like the nice part about being heavy is it literally doesn't roll around. It doesn't do anything. Like I put the uh, one day I think I was helping Marvell or something, and I put food back there, like leftovers. Forgot about it. And it was sitting right next to it, and it didn't even crush it. Like when I got back to my house and looked back there, it was still sitting there. So pretty you're, funny. you're you're gonna have so much fun driving your truck once you take that out. <laughs> Not really. It's gonna be even oh, worse it's driving because- weird. Yeah, honestly, it's gonna it's gonna be a harder ride because the weight's not back there. <laughs> You're not gonna hear an axle banging around on every wall of your bed. <laughs> well, now I'm gonna have the shifty and the ten five sitting at my house, so hopefully my neighbors don't care too much about that. But 
Dude, there's so much brackets on there that I got fucking cut off. I'm oh, annoyed. Oh, yeah, dude. You might want to just go and pick up one of them Harbor Freight Porta uh, bandsaws. Because those help. And then get you an air hammer so you can split that uh, casting. Because if you go with the standard truss, you're going to have to crack the casting off. Oh, yeah. I've looked into it, dude. It is going to be nuts. Not to mention, the knuckles have, like, these protruding dicks hanging off the side of them. Those actually unbolt. No, not the ones that I'm thinking of. These are, like, a like a three-inch, like, spherical thing that hang off the knuckle. Yeah, it that might unbolts. Unbolt. Oh, well. At least and then you easy. get an inch-and-a-half nub where, you if you wanted to, you could land a coilover on top of there at the widest point on the axle. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> the only issue with that is you lose a little bit of length because you move it further up. So in, if you could fit a 16, you end up with a 14. If you could fit a 14, you end up with a 12. But you Build get stability. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, alrighty. Miguel... I gotta ask, um, I've asked Sean, I've asked Graham, eventually maybe one day I'll ask Colin, but what's it been like watching the club change as you've been a part of it? Because I know I, that all three of us that you're talking to now are newer members, and I know that when I showed up, it was rowdy, or it became a little bit more rowdy. Um, it's been pretty good. Um, it's definitely been exciting to see all the Jeeps evolve and, you know, people going from open, open on 31s to 33s to locked. Um, it's definitely been interesting. Um, there was a, there was a little bit of a time in like, uh, 2017 where I disappeared. So I didn't see a lot of it. I started my own business and stuff like that. So that took a lot of my time and, um, but it's definitely been very interesting, fun. Um, see what other people come come with and all the new guys that are very knowledgeable about off-roading like yourself and um a bunch of the other guys and um it's definitely been interesting definitely been interesting but a bunch of cool people um we got a good crowd I, I believe you know very helpful very knowledgeable um but yeah it's been good it's been good i think it's been good Sweet. a lot yeah. of, a lot of assets to the club <laughs> That's got to be like, it's got to be kind of cool to see that because like we came into it fresh. We're like, we came into it where it's like, oh, this is fucking sick. This is rowdy where you guys have watched it build from, as you said, 31's open, open to now people are on tons and stickies. It's like, it's fucking crazy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) I've seen some carnage. I've seen some stupid shit. Um, But it's definitely, it's definitely been a, a hell of a ride. Hell of a ride. I would do it again. <laughs> I would definitely agree with that. I would do it again. Even if I had to redo every single one of my mistakes. Yep. I agree. <laughs> I agree. When I, when I first got into it, um, I actually got helped out by Scott when he was one of the OGs. And um, he came at five o'clock in the morning when my XJ was stuck uh, in, uh, in a mud puddle from, uh, I want to say, 11 o'clock at night until five in the morning when he woke up to go to work and ever since then it's just been it's been a ride man it's been a ride (laughs) (laughs) so what made that 
puddles so hard to get out of if you like usually when people like are stuck for that long it's like oh i was in a mud hole i was in a pit like what why are you only calling it a puddle um i don't i I, it just had rained um so it was it was deep in water and you know you know that old rule that i learned very quickly to abide by never wheel alone yeah i was one of those guys that it was it was lights before lockers and all this stuff and a bunch of stupid shit. And I was on Spank 31 General Grabbers. And um, a couple of the, uh, my buddies were like, hey, how about we go wheeling? <laughs> you watch your mouth, boy. You best not be talking bad about them General Grabbers. Were they ATs or MTs? They're ATs. Oh, then fuck them. We don't care about those. Okay. Keep <laughs> <laughs> um, that that face yeah. was golden, Cody. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. So, um, yeah, I, I got stuck and I was, I was axle lodged. My axles were in mud and that was the end of that. That's where we were staying for a couple of hours. We ate through all our snacks. We smoked all our butts. We were just sitting ducks in the middle of a wood, pitch dark with nothing. We, we had to climb out our windows because if we open our doors, it would pour in water. And it was, it was fun, dude. It was fun. I'm not going to lie. That was my introduction to, uh, to wheeling. Wow, that's that's an exciting one. I mean, oh yeah, <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Hey, I I still remember back in high school when I had my Dodge and Luke had his fucking '88 Cherokee. There's a little sand turnaround at the end of my road that would get a giant puddle when it rained real hard. Me and Luke would spend like an hour just splashing through the puddle. Like, yeah, this is hardcore, man. (laughs) We'd show up at school the next day and it looks like someone threw fucking shit water on our vehicles. And everyone's like, oh, wow, where'd you go, Martin? Oh, it's a secret. (laughs) I remember there is a spot where I used to like, I would take uh, the females to because I knew I would consistently pull a tire off the ground doing it, and (laughs) (laughs) I used to think that I was so freaking cool, because I had a Cherokee with two lockers, and I could pull a tire off of the ground, and like, yeah, it was, oh god, those days were fun. Admittedly, though, Luke, that was a pretty built Cherokee for a high school. Yeah, well, I'm dumb, and like, you all can attest that whenever I do anything, there is no partial commitment. It is all. Oh my god. There yeah, is that's for sure. If just, I'm gonna... just put it in perspective, he had front and rear lockers in a 44 swap Cherokee in high school. A 44 out of what? An early Bronco. Bronco? So you had different wheels on it? Yeah. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) So you Uh, didn't figure adapters for the rear. You were just like, fuck it. No, I had adapters in the rear. I ran, um, I thought you meant different wheels than stock. No, I had, um, wagon wheels on it. Yeah. 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 That's it. Okay. So at least you had it looking somewhat functional. Yeah. No. And it wasn't wide I'm like, huh. And um, I, I swear to God, you had a pink rim for like a week. I did. I swear. I did, because that was the spare that I had painted pink. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, and now, you're going, 
now you were going to go to gold, so you haven't really changed much. <laughs> no, like I said, if I do anything, I go all the way. If it's got any meme potential, I like to push it to the limits. Um, if I, can, I, can, uh, I can attest to that, because every single time that I would come up to an obstacle, first words were, if you're going to do it, do it. <laughs> and we're like, all right, we're doing it. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, shit, if it works, it works, you know? I yeah, mean... Right. And, like, spotting for you guys was a pleasure because it was, like, you told me when you got there, you guys didn't care what happened as long as, you know, like, you walked away Nobody from it. There. Yeah. Yes. So, it was, all right, you guys got your harnesses on? Yep. All right, you guys want to slot in on this red for the first obstacle of the day <laughs> with a new driver? <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. I looked at Johnny and I was like, Johnny, you ready for this? He's like... I don't know what I'm ready for, but let's go. And I was like, as long as you don't die, I don't care what happens to the rig. Things break, they get fixed, and we try it again. And see, that's like just such an awesome mentality. It is yeah. what it is, man. We have toys, and toys break. You know? It's a sport. I am the most indecisive wheeler, because some days I just don't want to work on the rig. Like, if I know that I've got a big trip coming up the weekend after, or two weeks after, I'm lazy. But other days, I'm just like, yep, nope, if I'm going to commit, it's just, it doesn't matter if the wheel, or if the rod bearings go through the side of the block. It's okay. <laughs> rod bearings? If the rod bearings are coming out, <laughs> you're fucking up big time. Cody, you saw what happened to that other motor. Yeah, I know, but I'm just, like, that's that's a whole lot of assembly shit moving out of the way for those things to go flying. Like, you Cody. saw how much shit was moving in that motor. It Fair wasn't enough. that far. Hi, this is my friend Luke. Have you guys met? <laughs> <laughs> I cracked the crankshaft on that engine. I know, and I still said we should have pushed it outside. We should have put a brick onto the accelerator and just watched it physically explode. But uh, you're like, I don't want to clean up oil. I don't want to... Yeah, like, no, and all I'm going to say is I thank fuck every day that I didn't do that because I was welding up the... Um, there's a plate on the Cherokees that goes next to the track bar and it's spot welded from the factory as like a brace. I had mm. to clean up everything and weld that in and oh my god, did that take a fuck ton of time. And the inside of my unibody kept catching fire. Oh god. <laughs> from all of the oil soaking into it and the amount of heat that was going into it, like it was smoking and caught fire four times. Holy fuck. Yeah, so that probably wouldn't have helped that situation. But no, then again, so like, it would have happened anyways, so you might as well have sent the thing to the moon. Just saying. Listen, <laughs> it's not Doge. It's not going to the moon just yet. Well, Doge <laughs> is down. Well, it's actually up today, 33 uh, to 33, but still. I, I mean... I had it, I had in 1,000 if it dropped to 30. I, I had it set in, ready to go. It was at, it was like, what, 3150? Or something. I don't know exactly what the lowest was, but I was I was ready to slide out in there. Luke, you pushed enough buttons to me that I'm considering the crypto nowadays. Hey, so. man! All I'm gonna say is I made a bunch of money off of memes. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Um, so out of all of the rigs you've had, Miguel, why did you go from correct me if I'm wrong, but full body Cherokee to full blown buggy? So, uh, in today's day and age, I have noticed that it financially is cheaper 
to buy somebody else's project or buggy that's pretty much done um, than to build your own. And I always thought, you know, I want to build my own stuff, yada, yada, yada. But I just, I had, I had a full, uh, full body Cherokee that was doing good and whatnot. And, um, I put a shit ton of money into it and, um, I ran across a buggy that was stupid cheap. It was ridiculously cheap for what it had. And, um, very true, you know, and I was like, why not? What's the worst that could happen? Um, I I know that I had the money in parts. I know, you know, no matter what. I had the money. I was what I, for what I was buying. The money was there, so it was kind of a no-brainer. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't gonna. I wasn't buying something that I had to go and put this together, put that together. It was kind of basically turnkey. The only thing I needed was tires, and it came with tires that didn't have rims. Um, so that's how I ended up in a buggy. It, it was. I was. It was one of those things. I was there at the right time, at the right moment, with, with the money cash in hand. With cash, cash in hand, yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it was like, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And I showed up there and the guy was like, yep, yeah, here you go. Take it. Here's what I want for it. And it happened. So that's yeah. how I ended up in a full buggy that fucks pretty good, as you would say. <laughs> so we're <laughs> and it's aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. Yeah, I do really like nice. that buggy. <clears throat> the part about it that was really cool for me was... That was one of those, or that was the rig where I was like, you know what? Double triangulated front ends on a Cherokee are not that complicated now that I've seen it. No, they're really not. They're really not. And once I, I got really this, like, like it. I understood. I understood a lot of more, a lot more of the ge- geometry of how it goes and how it works and stuff like that. And I really like it. I really like it. It does very well. So, did were you the one that got the bug in Sean's head to get a buggy? Um, Sean. No, Sean kind of was seeing everybody else, what we were doing, and more buggies were appearing and whatnot. And he was, and again, he ran across a buggy that he really liked, and it was in his price range. And, and his what, color. And his color, ironically, yeah. Um, <laughs> and he was like, he sent it to me, and I was like, dude, you have less than that in your Jeep right now, and it is not, it is not even half as capable. There's no reason why you shouldn't pull that plug. You know, just just go for it. If it's meant to be, we'll drive down there. If it's meant to be, it'll happen. Mm-hmm. And that's how it happened, you know? So you got free license to shit on Sean at the moment. What are your thoughts on his new rig? Because you're the only person here that's actually seen it in person, I believe. Um, it's a very, it's, I think it's put together well. Um, it needs a little bit of upgrades here and there. But um, for what it is and for what he paid he can't go wrong he can't um it's it's the craft craftsmanship on it as well as it put together well um he needs a little bit more of upgraded suspension so he can get the full potential of it but besides that for the money you can't beat it you can't you know a full it, it it's a full-blown buggy on stickies for the price that he paid dude I, I, he, he just can't beat it yeah, it's yeah. definitely got it's got my bug itching where I'm just like I could just go buy a buggy, but also I don't know I, I like my shit box I don't want to change it up now. Where yeah, I get- I, that's that. I was pretty hard on mine. I, I'm not gonna lie. And one of the reasons why I did it was I traded JB for the silver one was JB's Jeep, mm-hmm. and um I had uh I had done motor and tranny brand new motor and tranny in my green one that I had the full body one and it had bumpers and everything like that and um. 
that's how what kind of pushed me he said that he would take it so it wouldn't go to waste and um and we went from there we did the swap i went and bought a buggy and the rest is history dude you know oh i do um the biggest thing for me is it's like i have a very weird mindset so i have a very hard time with buying something if i want to street drive it i would rather build it if i'm going to street drive it yes definitely if i were to look at it from the point of screw it i want a buggy honestly i've seen some really sick stuff come past my nose and like it's been very tempting uh, I think one of the coolest ones was a rear-engined LS power, not LS, it had a 5.3, but TH400 buggy on stickies with a flipped 60, and uh, I think the rear was a flipped 14, I'm not sure, wow. but it was, it was cool, uh, and they wanted, I think it was 8,500 for that on almost new 40 crawlers. Oh, dude, that would have been worth it all day long. That would have been worth it all day long, but then, like, life happened, and, you know... Absolutely. I I have my eyes on one buggy, and it's not even for sale. The guy that I bought the fenders from this past weekend, he has an LJ, a big-ass TJ, and then a rock buggy of sorts. I don't know the exact, like, what it is, but it used to be from Western Mass, and it was purple. And the thing is exactly what I would want. I mean, I mean, like legitimately exactly what I would build if I had a crawler. And I was like, so is it for sale? And he's like, no, <laughs> like <laughs> there was no question in his mind. I'm like, no, no, no. But like, seriously, is it how much you want? And he's like, it's not for sale. I'm like, OK, but like if you were to sell it and he's just he just looked at me, he's like, dude, no, I'm not selling it. He's like, I just got done fixing it. I'm not fucking selling it. I'm like, all right. But if you do hit me up <laughs> i was like i'll pull out a personal <laughs> loan right fucking now i don't care this thing is sick i was yeah but um just the way that it's set up is like ideal for what i want and it's fucking rad the cool part was the radiator it ran through the cage so he capped off parts of the tube so and it was because the radiator was in the rear so it ran down went through the cage up into the back Wow, that's pretty, pretty fucking cool. cool. The only thing that sucks about that is now you're fucking heating tubes up, so you gotta be yeah. careful on that. Oh, true. I didn't even think about that. Fuck. Yeah, man. I know. I dumbass would fucking grab one of those tubes. Bro, imagine a 210 degree tube. Yeah. Fuck. We we uh, were gonna do a rear mounted radiator on Pepto, and um, we came to some conclusions that obviously the back is open. If the radiator blew up in mid trail. Oh. That will go all over the ca inside the cab. You oh, know? that would and, fucking uh, suck. Yeah, that would really, really be bad. And um, not only that, it would be mounted up higher. So when we're going through brushes and stuff like yeah. that, it's going to take a beating. And other otherwise, we would have to build a cage around it. And if anything happened to it, then we have to cut the cage or make it yep. accessible. Yep. So I we, really came to the conclusion, like... oh, we came to the conclusion that uh, it works fine up front. Um, it does the job that it needs to do. Why change it? Yeah, that's you know? 120% understandable. Um, I've seen a couple of the dragster guys, they've been doing sheet metal covers around the front of them when they internally mount them so the splatter doesn't go forward. 
And yep. I think that if I were to do anything like that, I would have to have something like that on my rig, even though it reduces the cooling power. I'd just go with a bigger radiator to make up for it. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Or at least keep the cab behind the cab or behind the seats covered, uh -huh. you know, enclosed. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That, would, that would be an option. But, um, I mean, uh, or then again, you could, like, with the way that the guy had it set up running through the tube, you could just do, like, like dash three lines through it and it'd be insulated that way, you know, but mm -hmm. either or. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. On that note, I do have to say though, I don't think I'm ever going to get to that point with this particular Jeep, maybe with the next build, but we're going to wait and see what that ends up being. Oh, speaking of cool ideas that maybe even would kind of, tickle your fancy now that you did the four link the buggy that i was trying to buy that never would have happened but still it had plastic brake lines yep and he had a four link setup and i thought that was fucking super cool but i i would have assumed that plastic brake lines wouldn't hold up to the uh to the pressure like uh it depends on we're gonna go into super nerd territory it depends upon the plastic <laughs> And what they're using, because there are certain grades of plastic where they will hold up to the pressure, assuming the wall thickness is high enough. And uh, Kevin Powell runs them on his Zuck buggy. And they work really well, and they're super easy to get mounted and whatnot. The reason that I'm not a huge fan of them is I don't know how they deal with long-term flexing. And I don't yep. know if I would be comfortable with running them on the road. That's what I was going to say. Enough, yeah. It also depends if you're using them every single day. You know what I mean? If on a buggy that gets trailered, when do you really use them unless you're on a trail? Yeah, and you could just throw a plug in the glove box. And if you pop one, just put the plug in at the fitting. Yeah, Because they're um, push-in style fitting is what he was telling me. Yep. They like It's, it's kind of like a... Um, fuck a n line where like it kind of squeezes in and then it pops into another fitting and that's what holds it yeah but the it, quick connect style mm -hmm. it was pretty cool because he was also saying that he could just hold like a like a, a roll of it in the trailer so if something if it ever broke he could just unravel it click click boom ready to go again pretty dope yeah i really yeah, like those setups nice. For my rig, what I'm doing is I'm running, um, I bought some of the trick tabs from, uh, what is it, rough stuff, and I'm welding those to the upper link with, I found a company that's, or not a company, I found a car where it's got two um, female ends on a 8-inch rubber hose, and it's like, 10 bucks for this hose so i was gonna run two of those one at the axle one at the uh frame side and then just run it to my standard style t that's not okay. a bad idea and um just run it down the upper control arm because i don't want that on the lower <laughs> mm. um with one thing that I was pondering on was eventually doing the same thing for the front, but I just can't bring myself to it. I'd rather have the two separate lines until I chop the nose off. When I chop the nose off, then I might do it. Fair but, enough. I mean... <laughs> but, uh... Oh. Oh, sorry, Kish. 
I wasn't saying anything. Oh, then that, was, that was me. No, that was me. I just was responding. My bad. Alrighty. Um, anyone Don't got... scare me like that. Oh, sorry <laughs> about that. Uh, I suppose that we should ask the question. Tony? I was just about to. Why'd you steal it from me? I was, I was, I was wait, just like, about to queue Luke... it up for you. <laughs> when, I was like, when Luke stops talking, I'm going to throw it out there. All right. You ready, Miguel, for the heavy hitter? Get a little drum roll. All right. So, for an on-road use tire, what is your favorite tire brand and model, or I mm. guess model, variant, whatever you want to call it, for, yeah. like, for Jeep? What, what is your favorite tire, and what is your worst tire, that, like the one you oh, hate the most? and the size. Oh, yes, yeah, size, too. So, when I first built my, my green full-body Jeep, I went uh -huh. with Mastercraft Cooper Tire, Mastercraft, um, oh, Mastercraft Corsair. Yep. This was back in 2016, and I've driven that Jeep almost everywhere, and they still have more than half tread, and they did pretty well, which is actually the tires that are on that silver Jeep when we last went wheeling in Rhode Island. Yep. Those are the tires. Um, they've done superb for me. Um, they wear really nice. They do decent off-road, and I really don't have a complaint with them um they've been great that's that's my favorite tire from my experience um for the worst tire on a jeep i have i think that's i, I don't really have one because the only jeep i ever rode on, drove on the street was that one and um those are the only tires i've ever put on a jeep that i've never had to replace so you don't you're not gonna say you don't like your boggers well that you said on, on the street no well well, I mean, okay, I guess it's fair enough. I was yeah. thinking like a, just not a, a non-sticky is kind of what I was more getting at that I should have been. Yeah. I, I should have worded it better. So, yeah, if, uh, the boggers are horrendous. <laughs> 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 They're horrendous. Those things, um, they, did, they did well in soupy stuff. They, they clean out really well and stuff like that, and the side knobs did well. But um, mm -hmm. I came to find out as I've gotten into a little bit more rock crawling and where traction matters a little bit more, those boggers are not the ones to go to. Oh, well, that's good to know. Um, they, do, they do good. I just think that there's way better options, I'd yes. probably say. Yes. Um, and for the price, they are, they are not cheap tires no, at all. they're not. They're not. Um, huh. But so I, now, what would be your favorite off-road tire, then? Off-road tire? Um, yeah. Or would it still be the uh, Discoveries, Discoveries or whatever? The well, the only ones I've ever ha really ran was the Mastercrafts, and then um, I ran those boggers, and they're all right. Um, before I used to do a lot more mud, so they were good for that. Um, when I started coming more to the club meet after I established my business, stuff like that, I, and you know, we were more in rock territory, so I quickly found out that those boggers, eh, they didn't do so well. Um, mm -hmm. so for as far as for rock crawling and stuff like that, I I'm gonna find out what the SXs are gonna do. I've only done the the Mastercraft and the Boggers, um, but as far as tires go, I, I don't have too many different experiences with different tires. Mm. Fair enough. Um, yeah. and so, for, oh, sorry, Cash, go ahead. Migo, are you planning on getting new tires for Pepto? Yes, if I'm you're so uh, unhappy with them yes i'm looking to see if i can find a set of red labels um Get no grabbers yeah 
So, sorry, it, it kind of it's like a it's like a reflex, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a reflex. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, we I, we got a prime candidate for your sponsorship here. Who I Luke or, Co- or Cody? Cody. Oh, Cody. Cody is hands down the biggest fucking fanboy of General hey, Grabber that I have ever been. To dude, but like in reality, I it they fuck. It's it's hard to combat when they fucking work and they're cheap and they do fucking great things. If only I'm telling you, if only they had a forty, they'd be out there with the big dogs. But they just aren't because they don't have a forty. If only they okay? had a tough sidewall, they'd be out there with the big dogs. Oh come on, the, the okay, only Mr. Hard grabber Nitto, cocksucker. fucking punctured. <laughs> you came down on a pointy rock. My Nitto uh, my... sh- or shook it off. I was gonna say my my tires popped on a stick, so I can't. Say, I, I can't. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, big. I'm very big on hard sidewalls. I have to admit, um, one thing that box. I, one thing that I that I'm very fan, a big fan of is hard uh, hard sidewalls because I've seen way too many trips be destroyed for the day just because you stepped on a on a stick and the tire popped. Yeah, but if you go with a tire that you can get at a tire shop that offers a warranty. And run a spare, you're fucking mint. I literally got the one that popped for me. I got replaced for free. Granted, I had to steal Richie's spare at the time. Thank you, Richie. You're the fucking homie. Um, <laughs> no but I have my I have my own now, so at least it wouldn't like it wouldn't be the end of the world. It just kind of sucks. No, it wouldn't be the end of the world. But that tire shop is eventually going to pick up on the fact that why you keep bringing me almost brand new tires with side with side holes. Not if you yeah. know them. <laughs> <laughs> I know the manager. <laughs> So he already knows why. Yeah, he knows exactly why. <laughs> Dude, uh, I guess Caitlin like cracked the inner bead of one of her wheels, like dented it, cracked it, whatever. And like her dad brought it to a tire place, and they were like, "What is? She, what are they? What did they? What does she do with these things? The tires have like rock rash all over them. There's nasty gouges in them." And he's like, oh, I'm not too sure. I wish I was there. I'd been like, oh, yeah, she wheels the kind of the shit out of this thing. <laughs> like, and I, I don't know how she did it. But yeah, she like cracked the inner because it's an aluminum wheel. It yeah. cracked the inner bead. And they were like, this isn't safe. And I'm like, fuck it, run it. It'll be fine. Like, we can you just remember look at what happened to my uh, Alcoas, right? That was uh-huh. pretty wild. Well, those are or no minor Alcoas. Never mind. Hers are whatever the fuck they are. But yeah, Mickey's. same like, yeah. So, but it still holds air. I mean, look at uh, fucking Collins' wheels. Those things, he had a chunk of tree in one of them, and it was still holding <laughs> air. Like, <laughs> so it's, it's, my, one of my favorite tire-related moments with Colin is up at Badlands last year. He popped a bead off one of the tires, and I swear to God, he just said, fuck it rims are now traction devices and ripped the thing all the way back to fucking camp i'm like oh my god the thing is sparking going up a rock leaving a fucking groove i'm like well that's trash i have a video of colin running creek trail me and luke were standing next to each other as this dude is three-wheeling through Creek Trail on a fucking flat tire, not giving a fuck. These two, like, they were bumping to something. I forget what the music was, but, like, these two, like, Marvell's face was, like, three inches away from a fucking massive rock. These dudes just three-wheeling. He does not give a fuck. Like, no, no, we were at Roush, and I hate to steal his thunder, 
but yeah. we were um last obstacle on the second day and so like we're we're done pops the tire goes out of the woods throwing chunks of tread off of the carcass just like wow bombing out of Roush, and, like, he was like, hey, what's going on with my tire? And I'm like, your tread is, like, held on by a hope and a prayer. <laughs> okay, well, we can throw it on the trailer because I don't have any more spares. Oh, my How God. How many spares did he bring? Two. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's a fucking madman. I fucking love Colin. <laughs> and I uh, mean, and there's a reason why people say, hey, just Colin it. Yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> Very true. We were uh, another good one was Graham put a hole in one of his uh, Maxis. So at route or I forget what he did. I think he might have. Yeah, it was something like that. So we're just at the Roush parking lot and we were talking with the owner because the owner at Roush is super cool. It's like, oh, I got a tire machine. So we're swapping a tire on this tire machine that's hidden in a shack, and like just throwing this tire on there and he's like oh well apparently one of you two has done this before <laughs> and like That's we hilarious. just picked it up and threw it in the truck and drove back over threw it on graham's jeep and he was back out on the trail in an hour after having put rad. a hole in the sidewall <laughs> what did wow. you guys do just did you put the spare onto it or did you put no, the, he uh, brought like another tire down he brought one of his old ones with him and we just threw that on Oh my god. <laughs> wow. What the fuck? My nittos keep going strong, though. They suck. Stop it. Get help. <laughs> I'm kidding. They, things about nittos. They do great. They're just... Everybody and their fucking cousin, sister, fucking brother has them, and it bothers yes. me, you know? Yeah, it's true. They work. They work well. They have good sidewalls and they are, have really good on-road manners. So I can't say too much shit about them, but I have to because they work so well. So fuck them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you're repping the underdog of a no-name tire brand, so you gotta. Whoa, whoa. Uh, fuck. What's the what's the big brother company? Uh, shit. The one with the horse. Who's the one with the horse? Isn't. What, there's a big tire company that is backs them. Okay, fuck you. It's, it's fine. <laughs> big uh, tire company that you don't know the name of. <laughs> wow, Continental. <laughs> fuck you. It's Continental. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would love to try. A, I'd love to try a set of the Falcon MTs. I've heard incredible things, but they're expensive. They're like three hundred twenty bucks a tire for a thirty-five. It's they're, pretty... Yeah, they're up there. Their stickies are surprisingly cheap, though, when you can get them. Yeah. When you can get them, they're like three ninety a tire for a thirty-eight sticky. Oh, wow. that's not bad at all. But wow. they very, very rarely uh, sell them. And yeah. if I remember correctly, the only way you can consistently get them is if you get them through their race program. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. But I mean, I wonder if you could talk to Adam Lydek. He does, um, he's, he has a company, like, or his company deals with them or like personally sells them. So I wonder if he could, if you could like get in contact with him and then have him order a set. I wonder. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, but I think that we've kind of covered a lot of ground on this yeah. one for being uh, on the middle length. Miguel, thank you for coming on. You're an excellent stand in for Graham. Any final thoughts? No, I'm, 
thank you for having me and um it was great thanks again oh yeah all right well uh on that note make sure that you check your tire pressure at the gate and uh don't run your fucking radiator through the tube because some dumbass kish will grab it hi <laughs> <laughs> all right guys have a good one